Word, word, word. Super duty. Super duty in building. Oh man, we back again. Yeah. 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 Feels good. Yeah, it feels good to be back on the on the mic. On the proverbial block. <laughs> the proverbial block. Yes. The metaphorical block. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Which we yes, are sir. always posted on. Right. Day right, and night. Right. Doing what we do, being <laughs> awesome. The awesomeness is always posted. Yeah, man. Yeah, we had some funny ass conversations, man, that I wish we could have let on this thing, but we can't even <laughs> Off the record, right? Joints, Off know? the record. Oh you know, man, pre- yeah. In preparation, the shit that we actually put out to the public is funny as fuck. But yeah. the shit we can't say. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, yeah. Yikes! Off the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. My record dropped yesterday. Word up, bars. I, where was I at? I don't know. Oh, you dropped on a what's today? Tuesday. Oh, you dropped on a Tuesday. Yeah, man. This is the fuck Friday campaign <laughs> continues. Huh? It continues, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's been uh been getting good, some good feedback, and uh, yeah. you know people seem to like it. And sales have picked up. Ah, you know. Yeah. Um, I hate my poster and sticker people because they kind of fucked me a little bit. What happened? Well, there was a there was some somehow the shit got fucked up. Being mailed at the to plant. You? No, at the plant being made. Oh, the print is actually the print bad. was fu- yeah. So uh, I was delayed a week. Oh, so I didn't get. I was supposed to. I was supposed to get them early last week, so I could you know send everything yeah. out, so they have it by yesterday. Yeah. Now I'm not gonna have them till Thursday, Friday. You don't have the the posters and stickers. I got the so CDs. You can't even mail the, those. I got. I mean, I got. I can mail them separately. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You but, can do that. But you can bite the bullet and do that. That's that's uh. I mean, it's already it's late. It's not I, cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap. It's gonna at all. cost you. It's, yeah, it's gonna cost a lot. However, yeah, I know. However, yeah, people don't forget things like that. This is true. Let me. But tell I, you. I don't have my, my my tapes. My tapes are arriving tomorrow too. I don't oh. have my tapes either. What's up, man? I thought your record was out. Hey, it's. I mean. It's out for 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 people to listen to. Everybody that order it got their got their download. You know what I'm saying? Well, but, what about the physical people? Yeah, with the physical products. Yeah, but you know, and, I, I sent yeah. there I, I sent there a message to everybody and let them know. And you yeah, know, sometimes was, you got to go above and beyond. Yeah, man. You know, I, I tell you, I tell you, I did. This is I, t- I can't t- remember if I told you the story I read in its book. It was a marketing book. It was called Do It Marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and it had this chapter that was talking about. Uh, wow experiences did i ever explain this to you no okay basically a wow experience is an experience where you give the customer more than what they expect Mm -hmm. and the premise is like okay every business has a standard for what's acceptable right Mm -hmm. so you go to get gas you pay for your gas as long as gas comes out the pump you're good that's a that you satisfy right now if you go and you pay and no gas comes out or it becomes impossible to pay or the line is down the street, then you don't like that experience. Mm -hmm. A wow experience would be you paying uh, gas coming out and someone like washing your windshield for nothing Mm -hmm. on GP or, you know what I'm saying? Or like, you know, a girl in a bikini pumping your gas. (laughs) Wow. Right. right. That's a wow experience. It's you going beyond uh, the standard for whatever your service level is, right? So his theory and his belief is that word of mouth is built through wow experiences. Okay. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So like just getting gas at the gas station is nothing. 
Right. But if you showed up and you paid for your gas and there was a fine woman in a two piece pump in your gas, you would probably text somebody <laughs> like, yo, come up. You need yeah. some gas. You would take a picture. You would Instagram it. Right. Yo, I'm at the Sunoco on Refugee Road. Yo, those girls out here in bikinis pumping the gas. Get here ASAP. It's right. crazy. You know that. And then someone else was like, get out of here. And they would do it all of a sudden. You're not doing the heavy lifting anymore or right. the gas station. is. It's, it's the people are doing it for you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, all through the wow experience right. it's a deep deep concept that i never quite thought about so i thought i thought about it. i was like yo i'm gonna try this and that's when i got my slip mats mm-hmm. so when i got the slip mats for kingdom crown i did uh i was like okay vinyl orders come with a slip mat or no no i made it to where you had to basically pay for the slip mats and you can get two right mm-hmm. but what i did was i threw a slip mat in everybody's order mm-hmm and the people that didn't get them was like, oh shit, Instagram, I didn't even play for this slip back. Yeah. You know, because it's 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 a wow experience. And that is what makes people talk about things. Mm-hmm. It's deep. So I'm saying maybe this is an opportunity for you to create a wow experience by sending those posters separate. Mm-hmm. No pressure, bruh. No pressure. <laughs> Logic fans, you know, I hate to put you on a spot like this. He's a grown man. There. You know, it's it's all about budget. And sometimes you got to take an L to create a wow experience. Yeah. That's the truth. You Sometimes creating a wow experience is going to cost you money. Mm. But the long term of it is that you've invested in your fans in a way that makes them excited about your product in a way that they couldn't before. I feel you. So that's the marketing lesson for today's show, man. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I just didn't want to send out CDs and not send out the tapes because I didn't have those yet either. You know what I'm saying? It's, so are there there's people who have the tapes, are CDs and tapes waiting on the yeah, posters? There's there's people who have CDs and tapes. There's people who have just tapes. There's people who have just yeah, CDs. But they're all but they all need stickers and a poster, right? Right. Oh, so yeah, you're stuck with all of them. Right. But you know, I mean, it's up to you. I I did it. Mm-hmm. I got complaints on the last record about a couple posters being fucked up. For that day forward, I bought a separate packaging and I sent all my posters separate, mm. even though it probably cost me a little more than I would have liked. You okay. know, so the poster was sitting in a the, the envelope for the poster cost a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel that, <laughs> you know, so it but it was a it was a thick poster, you know, thing that couldn't be bent or yeah. fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I and I knew it wouldn't it would come out the way that I wanted and it would be that wow experience like, "Oh shit." Yeah. I didn't expect this to come separately and look so dope. And uh, you know. Yeah. I feel you. Something to consider. Yeah. You know, just just a little bug, just pull your coattail a little bit. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, just the wow experience. All the artists out there, if you're an artist, you know, just think about that, man. You know, there's little lessons, man. And I, I, I tweeted the other day. I said, yo, um, a lot of rappers would be better off taking a year off rapping and, and reading and learning about marketing and branding. Mm-hmm. And that's just reading a couple books, three, four fucking books. Like, you know, I ain't going to put out no records. I'm just gonna... That's the kind of shit you learn from that other area that mm-hmm. I picked up. It's not on some, I, you know, I'm not heavily into the statistics behind the marketing and right, shit. But the ideas. Yeah. The concepts of Right. Things, and then yeah. you flip it and bounce it your way. You hear it and you're like, oh shit. Wow experience. Then it also it explains things that you've done already that worked. Mm-hmm. Like, why did that work so hard? Oh, because I did that intuitively. Yeah. Because I've done things like that. Yeah. Just doing it. Just like, yeah, I'm going to do something I ain't going to expect. Put these extra songs here. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
we've been doing like hidden songs on records. Right. We was good for that, you mm-hmm. know, uh, putting things in envelopes. Let me throw some stickers in there without a mask and, right. you know, whatever you may want to do. But it creates a wild experience, man. Failure. You know, but that's it. You, we'll see. Keep us posted <laughs> next week. Let us know how this this uh, saga turns out. Uh, next you week know? I'm gonna be in Cali. You know what I mean? Oh, so you got to get the shit out by this week. Yes. So I got to have everything so shipped. My weekend is by Saturday. Right? When do you fly out? I fly out. I don't fly out till Tuesday. So you fly I got, out Tuesday. Yeah. So I got. But time. for people to get it, yeah, you get the posters when? I'll get the posters on Thursday. Thursday. Okay, so you got I'm off one work day on to, Friday. So you got so be Friday is like all day. Fri- yeah, Friday. Friday is like all day. Okay, so you gotta, you really gotta get them out Saturday. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise you gotta wait till Monday. Right, and you leave Tuesday. Right. Whew. Yeah, I don't envy you, brother. Nah. You got a show Saturday, and I got a show Saturday. <laughs> so, but I don't go on till six. Okay. So I can at least get to the post office or well, not even to the post office cuz I'm just dropping everything off. I'm doing it online. Yeah. And then I'm just going to drop everything off at the post office. Okay. And then, you know. So but I still got to pack everything. Yeah. I got to do all the shit online with the, you know, cuz I I've started actually putting the information into the um the USPS website. Yeah. For the postage and all that. Yeah. So I've already kind of got a start on that part. Yeah. But I still got to do the packing and everything. <sighs> Yeah, got all the labels printed, you know what I'm saying, shit like that. But yeah, yeah, I don't envy you. Nah, it's I don't gonna be you. a long Friday. Yeah, yeah, your weekend's gonna suck. Yeah, it's gonna be a long <laughs> Friday. I'm not even gonna be able to enjoy the show. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna come out. I don't know. It depends on what's gonna happen. Yeah, I see you rap all the time. You know? Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. Yeah. no disrespect. I nah, you. I feel you. <laughs> sure. I feel that. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be outside. That he's gonna be hot, man. It's so good. Like dude. Like this summer, I haven't. I don't remember a summer this hot in a while. Nah, it started in May. Yeah, it's been like nineties <laughs> since May. Yeah, like I don't remember in a while. Mm-mm. Like this hot. Like last year, we had a short summer last year. It yeah. seemed. Yeah, you know, it wasn't. I mean, I think by maybe the end of July, it started to cool off. Yeah, not this year. Nah, man. It's, no, no, no. It's probably gonna brutal. be like this through August. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I don't want to be out there at all, bro. Yeah, I'm feel. I feel you. Like nah. if I, I'm not. I'm not really going too early. I probably mm-hmm. go a couple hours before my set. You know, because <laughs> there's some people I want to see perform. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah. So if you're in Columbus, all Columbus people, uh, Elijah is playing at the Two by Two Fest. Yep, second uh, year. Second year. I don't know where the location. You got the location. It's um. It's at um. What's the? It's it's uh. It's the corner of I believe Eleventh and. Uh, let me pull it up here because I don't want to tell y'all wrong and people showing up at the wrong yeah, place. And if you're online, just search uh, two by two. That's two X two fest Columbus, yep. Ohio. So hip hop festival, their second year doing it. Yeah. Uh, they've got a logic. They got copyright plan. Yep. Uh, poetic. Ill poetic. Is it red, red pill? Red pill. Yeah. Uh, Ness words. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of Columbus. Uh, Tino. My guy Tino from Dayton's playing as well. Yep. Yeah. He so sure is. It's a DJ battle. It's yeah. uh, it's kind of like a scribble ish kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Scribble ish type of, of event. I'll, I'll find it. I can't. I'm, but yeah. Y'all can Google that. He ain't gonna find. It. He mad slow on the phone. <laughs> Y'all can see him. He's just slow to the motherfucker like that. Fam. Just so bad. So bad. So yeah. bad. Mad slow fingers. It's all thumbs over there. Not coming up with that info. No. But yeah. Today. Today. Super duty. What are we gonna talk about? We are gonna talk about loose lips. Yes, sinking ships. ships. Yeah, people out here talking too much, man. Yeah, running their mouths. Ooh, it can get you in a lot of trouble. Pushing, pushing, send on that email too quick. 
to the wrong, to the wrong person. Yeah, I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> Remember that shit on the anchor man with uh, Will Ferrell jumped in that fucking bear cage. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that. That's what it is. It's like that. It's like that, man. So yeah, we gonna come back and chop it up about that. Yes, sir. You are now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint. Raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. All right, all right, so we back, we back, we back. Loose lips. Sink ships. Yeah, man, cats talk too much. Running a mouth. You talk too much. And you never shut, shut up. up. <laughs> Boy, you talk too much. Man, you never shut up. Yeah. Real. All right. So by now a lot of people probably didn't seen this uh, on it's been going around Facebook, Twitter, all that. Um Kim Kardashian leaks footage proving Kanye West got Taylor Swift's permission for famous. Taylor Smith Taylor Smith Taylor Swift response. Now mm. you know a lot of people know about the famous line, you know, like me and Taylor might still have sex. I made that bitch famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, she made her big speech at the uh, MTV Awards saying, you know. Aired that man yeah. out. <laughs> Aired him out in front of the whole world. Shots fired. Yeah, shots fired. So um, since debuting Life of Pop, Pop, Pablo in February, Kanye West found himself in trouble due to the lyrics of Famous. According to a recent Snapchat post from Kim Kardashian, look. Kim Kardashian looks like Ye wasn't lying about getting permission before recording the track in an interview for the June issue of GQ. Kim said she had footage of the cell phone call Uh, today at this time. She dropped the footage and then it kind of goes in um, and quotes everything that happened. Basically, it's a phone call. I don't know if y'all saw it. It's a phone call between Kanye and Taylor Swift where he tells her that he has the line. You know, I feel me and Taylor might still have sex and they're talking about it. She's like, oh, it's so nice that you called me and asked me, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it's proof, you yeah, know what I'm saying, yeah. that he did. Now, uh, what a lot, what Taylor is saying is that I didn't have a problem with that part. I had a problem with him calling me a bitch and saying he made me famous. There's no recording of him asking me if he could call me a bitch. <laughs> oh, come on. So that's her, that's her response to it. Now, I think, she mad because she got aired out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Personally. Yes. That's what I yes, think. Yes, brother. That's what I think. Because Kanye never was like, yo, I got I got it recorded that yeah. she gave me. He never did that. He was just right. like, yo, I got her permission. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why everybody's tripping, but he left it alone. Yeah. Kept his mouth shut. Yes. He left it alone. My mama had a saying that they always say down south. It's like, I'm going to give you just enough rope to either hang yourself or save yourself. <laughs> Yeah. That's kind of how we played Taylor Swift on this one. Right. You know, gave her just enough rope to where she was like, oh, fuck you, Kanye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know, she used him. She told, not only did he make her famous, but she used him to make herself even more famous right. by acting as if he didn't want to see her become famous. Right. You know, yeah. like she really upped the ante on him and had him looking real shaky out here. She re- And he didn't say anything, though. Yeah. He kind of kept his mouth shut and took it, took it on the chin. Got to give him some props on that. Took it on the chin. But I think it's also at the time of Life of Apollo, 
Kanye was kind of on some villain shit anyway. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So around the time that that came out, he was like, fuck it. I just play it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll just use it to my advantage. <sighs> Even though he knew it was some bull. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a big chess move right there. Yeah. Just chess move. You know, I mean, you know, no one likes a liar. Right. And uh, I think, you know, most entertainers are so compromised that they have to lie sometimes. Well, of course. And, you know, Kanye, he can he can speak with so much hyperbole and exaggeration. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm Picasso. Right. I'm Steve Jobs. <laughs> right. I I'm am, Walt Disney. I'm Beethoven the rat. You know, <laughs> eventually, like, shut up. Right. Shut the fuck what up. What the fuck do I believe? You know, mm-hmm. you, you, so much hyperbole and hype that uh, it's it's good to see that there's still some honest, sincere shit in there with him. Right. That if he says he called a motherfucker, he called him. Right. You right. know, he right. didn't just make that shit up so to, to cover his own ass. Mm-hmm. Now her story is covering her own ass. Right. Because now it's yeah. like, well, I, I, I did. Yeah. But I didn't give him the permission yeah. for the whole. Because she, when she first came out and you know coming at him, she said she did not give him permission. At all. Yep. She never said, well, we had a conversation, but I didn't give him permission for this part. She said she didn't give him permission, period. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you start talking about pop culture. Who they going to believe? Oh, of course. Blonde haired, fucking blue eyed chick. Right. She going to always be the fucking victim as long as poor Kanye's picking on me. Yep. And she's still and she's still getting a pass. I can't believe he tried to exploit me as a woman. Right. Oh my God. I'm While I'm so selling millions and millions of dollars from oh, his yeah. exploitation. I'm so threatened by him. Please come save me. Mm. Please. I'm a damsel in distress. Mm. Bitch. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Right. Stop it. Stop, Stop. it. Yeah. Stop it. You know. I mean, she tried. She. I mean, I. I hope that you know. Uh, the problem is, is Kanye. He's so involved in so much fuckery that. Right. <sighs> yeah, so it's hard for when he is right, right, for cats to give him his props. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's a cumulative thing, man. right? It's, it's like, like the boy who cried wolf. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, this is the one time the wolf was really there, right? The wolf was there, right, right. And he's not gonna get any credit, right? Because he's gonna even, get ate the fuck up. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> nobody Kanye, coming to save you. If you wasn't crying wolf every fucking day, mm-hmm. we might have actually believed you the first time, but because you you talk so much crazy shit. Uh, you know, it just uh, he hurts himself. You know, like believing someone's on some fuckery is just like a cumulative thing that right. builds up over the years. It's never just the one instance of fuck shit they say, <laughs> right? It's, it's, it is a cumulative. Yeah, yeah, every day they say something a little more ridiculous and outlandish, and then after five or six years, you're like, this guy is a fuck boy. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's true. It's true. That is Kanye's problem. Mm-hmm. He's got the fuckboy stigma mm-hmm. attached to him, and it distracts from his music so much because he's so good. Yeah, at he what is. He does very good. He's arguably the most talented rapper producer of the last decade. Easily, easy. easy. Since know? Dilla, yeah, since Dilla, he's got the most platinum albums and sales. He's killing all of that shit. Biggest uh, rap pop artist, you know, rap artist, you know, of his era. Mm-hmm. It's just a shame that fuckery like this right. is talked about more than his albums. Because who's talking about his fucking album right Nobody. now? Nobody. And he's still making changes to it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like we give a fuck. <laughs> right, right. He just made a change to it. I think it was a couple months ago. Like, like he Kanye. added something new. Kanye. The, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Bro. Nah, it's a wrap. Once it's out the tube, 
don't try to keep yanking the song back and remixing it. Oh, but I got this version. No. Oh, I got the super remix version. No. Oh, I got the stripped down minimal boom bat version. No. Oh, I got the remix with the cuts and the crazy choir intro. No. Oh, y'all not ready for the all strings version. No. <laughs> Sit your ass the fuck down. It's the same fucking song. Right, it's the same little song. Would you stop little. and put that effort into something new? Yeah, make a new record. Ah, fuckery. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> take a break. Uh, yeah, take a break. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Blueprint here to remind you that my latest project, the Vigilante Genesis EP, is available right now on Weightless Recordings. The EP is a collaboration between myself and my friend Aesop Rock, which features myself on the rhymes and Aesop Rock on production. If you are a fan of concept albums, comic books, or just good old hip hop, then this EP is for you. Vigilante Genesis is available on signed CD, blue vinyl, and deluxe digital exclusively at waitlist.net. So order your copy today. Thanks again for your support. All right, so we back in the building. Um, Talking about Loose lips sinking ships. Cats Man. not being able to keep their mouth shut. Nah. Keep their emails closed when they supposed to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Coming right. up off them passwords too easy. Right, right. So um Chance the Rapper mourns leaked living single. Um and if people don't know, I don't know who's all on this song. I saw I kind of saw um yeah, it's a posse in, cut. in passing. Yeah, it's a posse yeah. cut. I didn't I haven't listened to it yet. But um it's a chance um, the rapper song that was unreleased called Living single. And let's see. 2016 has been the year of Chance the Rapper. The Chicagoan made history with his coloring book mixtape, which was the first project to ever chart on, um, which was the first project to ever chart on Billboard's top 200 albums list without any sales. The project also helped push the campaign to have the Grammys recognize mixtapes or non-commercial projects for its awards. Well, despite all of that, this week is not Chance's week. He claims that his latest track, Living Single, featuring Big Sean and Jeremiah, was leaked and not an authorized release. The 23-year-old took to Twitter to share his thoughts. And this is his tweet. It says, I did not release a new song. One of my songs were leaked. I don't know how to explain to you how this feels, but it doesn't feel good. Mm. And then uh, this comes off, uh, which is something else we'll talk about. Um, Mike Will, Mike Will made it speaks out about a recent um, future tracks that were released. And he went in on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. We can talk about uh, what's name first. Oh, though. we'll talk about Chance. Yeah, all right, we'll go yeah, to Mike Will next. He all in his feelings. Yeah. <laughs> All in his feelings, but I can I can kind of feel him because he is independent. Okay, you know what I'm saying. He is. I know. I mean, I'm not saying it excuses the the softiness, but the soft serve. But it's just saying it don't feel because it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Hurt y'all because his sales like his leaked my song. (laughs) His feeling his sales depend on you know. I didn't want y'all to uh, say that last sentence one more time. What the last sentence you said? What his sales? Yeah. Yeah, say that one more time. His sales depend. <laughs> His sales depend. Are you on- catching what I'm yeah. pointing out here? Yeah. Okay. This is a man who doesn't even sell fucking music. Yeah. Who so- has basically lobbied for the last two years or more to create an environment where he could be rewarded 
for releasing free music and, and have it sound scanned. Mm-hmm. He's done everything he fucking could to undermine his own ability to sell records. Not just his, mm-hmm. but the music industry at large. And here he is. <laughs> I Am that. I the only person that finds it ironic that this is the guy talking about he in his feelings about a song leaking that he wasn't going to sell anyway? Yeah, I feel that. Isn't that a little odd? It is. <laughs> but I haven't heard this song yet. But what if the Fuck shit- what the song sounds like, yeah. man, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Fuck the song. I don't care if it's, it's fucking Crooklyn Dodgers 2016. Mm-hmm. Fuck the song. It's about his actions up to that point. What do you think people think? Right. Do they think that him selling records is important to his bottom line? No, it isn't. None it isn't. of his fans fucking think that. Because they don't buy this shit. And those who did know that it's not the fucking truth. Mm-hmm. He has done everything he fucking could in the last couple years to undermine the concept of selling records. And not only did he do that, he took it to the next step to where he wants to get rewarded by SoundScan and the fucking Grammys and all this shit for giving away free albums. He's taking it even further. I want to get props for giving away shit free and undermining the, the sales economy of the music industry. So it's kind of, this is kind of what he asked. <laughs> Thank you. Do I even have to fucking say it? Yeah, I, I have to go in on this shit because it pisses me <laughs> off. He over there in his feelings. I don't know, man. It just don't feel good. Well, you know what? Don't feel good. Seeing artists on your level completely ruin the sales economy. Yeah. Completely undermine the, the mentality that makes people put a price value on music in the first place. Mm-hmm. Associate art with commerce. Yeah, you're fucking that up, too associate anything in terms of creating music we're just undermining it and it's a race to the fucking bottom where everyone is getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and cheaper until the people are conditioned to think what you do has absolutely no No fucking value yeah as it it gets cheaper then the people who actually get their records pressed up then it costs more and more it costs more and more and more yeah then we gotta raise our prices. People ain't gonna buy shit. Anyway. Come on, it's a race to the bottom. Yeah, motherfuckers are in a race to see who can provide great music for absolutely nothing. That's the end of this tale. The end. The last chapter in this book that we're writing mm. is the chapter that says, "Okay, now you all have to make amazing music and put it out for absolutely free. There is no and, and except." That no one is going to want to buy it or expect to buy it. Or feel like they should. Or should buy it. They'll feel like it has no value. That is no different than the fucking music that plays when you're shopping in the Gap. Dope shit that's on in the background. It don't cost you nothing. It's just there. Music is peripheral. It's not the focus of anything anymore. And and this shit is, is just another fucking link in this fucking chain he's making this being put on this fucking weight that's dropping us to the bottom of the fucking ocean it's like your fucking ass is out here oh man i mean i can't believe it don't feel good at least well they didn't leak your whole goddamn album yeah they probably could have right i don't even know if you leaked the fucking song yourself right he could have you know this you could be a lord knows stunt. you don't have any fucking value in this shit you don't give a fuck you weren't gonna sell that shit anyway you know if you cared about that shit and it's even worse as an independent artist yeah, that you're not. You're giving everything away. 
Yeah. Come on. I, I, I get it that, yeah, you're, you're going to do a bunch of shows. And you're going to make your money on the touring. Mm-hmm. You're going to sell you know, tickets for $30, $40 tickets. Yeah. You're going to sell out all these rooms. You're going to make your money then. You're going to sell a bunch of fucking T-shirts. Mm-hmm. But what about the economy of music itself? And what is wrong with creating something and expecting that because you put time, effort, money, energy, blood, sweat, tears into this, that you get paid something for it. What is wrong with that? I mean, you know, I, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I want people to buy my record now, you know? <clears throat> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I mean, I don't think that, I don't think that he, and I, and especially being an independent artist, his circle has to be small. So I think he knows probably who did this. Come on. And I think he's more in his feelings about that than the actual song yeah. being leaked. And that's more understandable than, you know what I'm saying? He shouldn't be like, oh, my song was leaked. Yeah. I'm hurt. But he should be hurt that, you know, you know, as as my dude or as my engineer that I always fucking work with that I wasn't planning on putting this out for another six months. Yeah. Why would you fucking disrespect me like that? Because he don't respect himself. He don't respect his own music. I, that's why. Because at some weird subconscious level, when you constantly give things away free, people start to believe that free equals no value. People get into a show for free. They think, why would I want to go for that? Go to that? Why, why don't I? The show, you know, it's like, look, look, man, if you go to a fucking grocery store mm-hmm. and someone says, yo, we got these fucking free noodles and we got these gourmet noodles that are fucking two ninety nine a box. What are you going to do? Some people are going to take the free noodles. All right. But then there's going to be other motherfuckers like something's wrong with that free shit. <laughs> right. They're going to get real skeptical. We'll come out of pocket for that two ninety nine right. real quick. Yeah. Because even if it's made by the same thing and they don't know, mm-hmm. and even if the free shit tastes better, just as good, there's a stigma attached to something that's free. Mm-hmm. And that stigma says that it's not as high quality as the one that costs more. How, of course, how do you explain Toyota manufacturing Camrys and Lexus? Mm-hmm. In the same plants, right? Why can you pay double for the fucking Lexus when you know the same motherfuckers are making it? All right, with the same parts. Yes, <laughs> there was a couple years where the Camrys and the Lexuses look exactly the same. Remember when they mm-hmm. first bought Lexus? Mm-hmm. It was like, damn, why do I get a Lexus? They look just like the Camrys. Right. They've diverged in their designs, but there were a few years where they looked exactly the same. Mm-hmm. The question is, but why were they able to sell that car as a luxury item over this Camry? And made in the exact same place, exact same parts. It's because perception. Mm-hmm. Perception and value that is attached to the price tag. I'm not saying it's a better fucking car. I'm saying there's something dangerous about lowering your prices in attempts to attract certain people. Because when you go so low, you create this fucking stigma. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, why would his engineer hold on to that song? Why would someone else think? I mean, shit, he ain't gonna monetize it. He gonna throw it out here for free anyway. Mm. What the fuck am I tripping for? See, and I, 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 I never understood. I mean, I thought it was okay that I could get the stuff for free and not have to pay for it. And I'm glad I didn't pay for coloring book because I didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So that that didn't hurt. You know what I'm saying. But I thought I honestly thought like, okay, you know, acid rap free. You know, nobody yeah. really knew who he was then. Yeah. So that was understandable. But then yeah. when everything else was free, I was like, either this is really dope or this is really not. 
You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't know I liked having the music. You were even saying the same thing. Yeah, I liked having the music, but it's like you're just gonna give everything away. Not even a name your price kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Like that's even different. You know, name like what do you think my music is worth? Yeah. That's a completely different concept than just here. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's so different than because we went from, you know, full price albums to name your price mm-hmm. to just take it. It's yeah. free. At that point. That's a dangerous game. Where do you go below after that? Right. We're going to pay fans to listen to our music next. You know, I'll pay you. <laughs> and then when you start charging for it, it's like, yo, why would I? Why? Why, why would I pay? Why would I pay? Yeah. And who do you who are you attracting in doing that? You know, like, I mean, think about it in terms of even dating. You know, you got a girl who says, look, if we going out, I mean, you're a man. I expect that you pay. Mm-hmm. You know, and if, and if I'm, I probably we're gonna go out at least two, three dates, and I'm probably not gonna touch you or make out with you. But if I like you, I'm gonna keep going out with you. Right. And eventually, and eventually, something will turn into that. Right. If I like you and it works, and then you got the girl who's like, "Yo," walks up and grabs your fucking dick. <laughs> right. Don't know your name yet. You don't know your name, <laughs> and as it says, "Yo," I'm, I got my car out back. You wanna go do it in my car? Who are you gonna fucking respect? Right. The thing you had to put in a little work for, or the shit that just walked up and grabbed your dick. You're gonna respect the fucking woman you gotta work for. Right. Music is a lot like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I don't recognize the new economy of music. I I very much understand that. I was doing fucking name your price from the beginning. I was trying to put out free music like 2006, 2007. I was right on the cusp of that, mm-hmm. experimenting with it. You know, I've read extensively about it. You know. But it's a it's a very dangerous game we're playing because we're creating a scenario where I think this is going to be common and this is not going to be anything that will even be newsworthy anymore. Because once the the, the commerce is disassociated with your music, what's next? Yeah. You know, people already think we fucking lazy. We just, you know, we just we just rap magically come out with these albums. (laughs) Yeah. We sit on our ass all day and yeah. like poof. Yeah, poof, pulling Record. albums out of a hat and shit. That's what they think we do. Hmm. So it's dangerous, man. But yeah, yeah, I feel like I've been ranting on this one, man. I, I hey, went in. Hey, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> do we even need to talk about what? Because this is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't give away their music. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So this is future. Okay. You know what I mean? So Will made it, expresses frustration over the leak of two future songs. All right. And he just kind of goes in on twitter this is a pretty much a list of his fucking tweets but song leak today called paparazzi i did it um as a reference as a reference fucking around a year ago and the fact that i'm saying dab in the chorus i hate it all right so this got leaked yeah you know what i'm saying it's a future song um just letting my fans know that uh we we ain't on that wave at all forever never project et type shit summer 16 um all we've released is um all that we release and this is the thanks we get these are all his tweets um never understood why a person would leak music especially if if it's not in its entirety like after that huh props right fame um like after that what's gained props um notoriety (laughs) people gotta learn how to respect the creative process we spend time energy money etc creating records Uh, songs will be released by us the producer and or artist when the song is done 100 and everyone is excited to release the finished product uh let's 
let us premiere our shit how we like when we like we don't want our shit um on a lousy blog or a random scamming ass soundcloud smh and then he continues to go just keeps yeah, going yeah, yeah. but let's dive into the question why would somebody do that right well of course it's for props of course it's and i mean who knows like sometimes because this is one of the things that we learned at shows always introduce yourself to the sound man don't be an asshole to the sound man don't be a dick to the sound <laughs> man because he controls your sound yes this is this is the same when you deal with engineers yes this is the same when you deal with people that are helping you out in the studio musicians so on and so forth if you be an asshole to those people not saying they were yeah you know what i'm saying but sometimes they will do things to fuck you over yeah you know yeah. What I mean? a sound man will not turn your mic up when you ask him to if you was a dick to him during sound check yep yeah you know what i'm saying like that shit kind of happens so you gotta make sure you're treating people right to make sure that they don't do shit like this to you yeah and that you're paying them right yeah and i want to i want to dive even deeper on this all right go ahead back in 2006 2007 this was after we went from the era of message boards hip-hop websites you know and we started moving into the blogs taking over the game blogs were basically popping up all over the place and what was the main commodities blogs were providing unreleased music music. free fucking music Mm -hmm. they weren't writing album reviews they weren't doing interviews they weren't doing editorials or or, or investigative Mm op-eds none of that shit they would just post the album cover and the link and keep it stepping. Yep. 20 or 30 of those every goddamn day. And a lot of people got paid off for that. Yes. Because people say, well, how does that make money? Well, it makes money because you have traffic now. Right. You monetize the website, the yes. domain name and all of that stuff. Cats were being were saying, look, we're getting whatever, a million, five million visitors a month. All we do is post new hot music. So what happens? Advertisers all of a sudden were like, look, okay, let me start buying ad space on this. So mm-hmm. while people are downloading this music, they get an ad for malt liquor, right. shoes, you know, ignorant hip hop yeah. projects. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Typical shit that, right. that hip hop people get advertised right. to. Never seen, right. never no financial advice, you know. <laughs> books. Yeah, books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing like that. It's always like some decadent shit. Right, you know, right. like liquor. Yeah, liquor. Champagne. Chains. <laughs> champagne. <laughs> shoes. Right. You know. <laughs> shit they can't afford. Yeah, dumb shit. You right. know. And so uh, you have all these websites who are now basically getting paid a lot of fucking money to behind the economy of putting out free fucking music. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to invest really that much in it. And the fact that now their websites are getting so much traffic, they're tastemakers. So what does that do to the motherfuckers who are like not doing it? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they're not getting written about. Right. You're not getting any burn because these places, they already weren't writing album reviews or, or, or op-eds or editorials or interviews. None of, that shit. None of that. They were only taking the music and posting the music. All they had was exclusivity mm-hmm. they pimped out exclusivity and they used that to get paid more than all the artists yes. who ever got their music posted on those websites that is so true and the artists that didn't play along eventually had to play along or were forced to play along when their music was posted on there anyway right because they couldn't say nothing 
because everybody liked the blog. This is the new the economy. New yep. This is the new fucking economy of hip hop. Yes. And this is why all of this shit eventually comes back around. Because when this shit was cracking and a few artists, a lot of artists got chased out the game. Mm-hmm. You know, the bubble fell out of this shit in 07, 08. Yeah. A lot of motherfuckers had to get jobs. Yes. Say, yo, where's the money? Where's the income? Distributors was going out of business. Record store chains, the Sam Goodies, the FYEs mm-hmm. going out of business. Mm-hmm. You know, the Best Buys are shrinking their shelf space. Yeah. The fucking everything is dying that involves the buying of music. Mm-hmm. And that's that's bad enough, but then if you're not playing, you're ostracized from even participating in that economy mm-hmm. online. You know? Yeah. So so the question is I don't understand why anybody would do this. Well, what's this producer's name? What's Will this? made it. Well, Will made it. People do this because it's lucrative. Right. Because it makes fucking money. Not for you. Right. It's not about you. It's not about you <laughs> at all. It's about selling ad dollars based on your fucking music. And your name. That's why. Mm-hmm. The pimpish nature of this shit is always at the core of it. And we can never forget that shit. It's easy to forget when you're sitting there, you pissed about your song. Mm-hmm. But understand, we all contributed to this shit. Yeah. We all did. And then it goes back also to what we was talking about with Chance. The fact that people don't think they got to pay for music anyway. Come on. Because we came, I mean, we went to, we went from, you know, having the CDs and then we went, what was it, Napster. Yeah. You know, and then people pirated music down now it's freaking websites that yeah. are known websites that I mean, my records up there already. Yeah. I checked it today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just checked just to see. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? My records up there already. But that's one thing. Like, I mean, I get upset about it. But what the fuck? What am I going to? I can't stop that. Can't I can't stop shit. it. You can't do shit. Cannot you know what I'm saying? But. I'm not going to I'm not going to make my music free. I'm still going to my fans are still going to buy it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People that are fans are still going to fucking come to a show. Yep. They want to fucking buy a shirt, buy a poetry book, buy still buy the record, you know? But it goes back to that. Like people don't think that they should have to pay for music. So when you get to these, you know, issues where oh, somebody leaked something, somebody leaked this record and that record and this record. We're kind we kind of train people yeah. How they should act. You train yeah. people how to treat you. You teach people how to treat you. Straight the fuck up, man. It's straight the fuck up. It's like, let's not be naive about this. Mm-hmm. You know? There's always going to be fucking Johns out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's going to always be hoes. It's going to always be pimps. Yeah. You get to choose. Yeah. What you going to be, man? <laughs> yeah. You going to get pimped by them? You going to pimp yourself? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, if I'm going to get pimped, I'm going to pimp myself, man. I, I figure I can't stop being pimped. Right. Somebody gonna somebody pimp. gonna pimp me. Somebody gonna try to pimp me. Right. You know what I'm saying? As long as I have value, somebody gonna try to put me on a stroll. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna pimp my own shit because at least that way I I respect myself at the end of the day. Right. You know. And I get to I get paid. For yeah, me. I get paid. Yeah, I get I the money. gotta break bread with somebody else <laughs> for pimping me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get their leftovers. Them. Yeah, fuck that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, take a break. 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 To all the artists out there who are working on new projects. I would like to let you all know that I'm officially doing guest features again. So if you're a producer who's been thinking of getting bigger names to rock over your beats, or you're an MC who's interested in collaborating on a song for your next album, reach out to me at info at printmatic.net. 
to discuss the collaboration process and the prices. This is not a free service, so serious inquiries only. Again, that's info at printmatic.net. I look forward to hearing from you all. Peace. Alright, alright, alright. So yeah, we back in the place, man. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we're gonna talk about <laughs> ah. <laughs> man, this is episode twenty nine. <laughs> 29. Oh man, man. this 29. is it's crazy that this is just now the first time. Yeah, first time he's come up. Yeah, first time. We've yeah. got to talk about the Blastmaster. Yeah, Blastmaster KRS. He's doing so much right now. Oh man, he's he's doing way too much. And I love him, man. I love Chris. I hate to see him do too much. I love Chris. It hurts me. I love Chris. Usually I agree with Chris. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then there's other time like Chris crazy as motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But most of the time I agree with Chris. But not so much now. Um KRS One says anyone who has a problem with Africa Bambada should quit hip hop. Think about that. Mm. Not saying that we know what's going on, you know, yeah. know what happened, but the man is being accused of molesting children. Yeah, hip hop icon. Yeah, being accused of molesting children, and we got a problem with that. Yeah, we should stop hip hop. You know, that's what he said. <laughs> that's what I mean, Chris is saying. That's that's. I mean, and it's it's so. I mean. And I understand where he's coming from, in a way. Yeah. Um. Not not the quit hip hop part. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, there is a couple quotes I'm gonna read. Uh, he says, "We're sitting here with no evidence, no conviction, nothing but accusations." And he um, let's see. And he says, "As in, hold on, wrong wrong quote." Um, and for me, if you keep it hip hop, nothing can be taken away from Africa Bambata. Nothing. Just keep it hip hop. If you want to dig into dude's personal life and and accusations that's being made and so on, personally, for me personally, I don't give a fuck. Personally, look, look, if somebody was harmed or whatever, you got to deal with that. Then deal with it. Um, but don't stop hip hop. That don't stop hip hop. That don't stop what he did for hip hop. It don't take away from none of it. History is history. But deal with that. That's personal. I don't even know what to say past the basics. A person like me, I deal with dudes that are questionable all the time, not just if the accusation is rape. I know dudes that are dealing with all kinds of accusations. You know what I'm saying? Um, If anybody if, um, from people from prison, if anybody that, you know, Anybody from the shelter, if you know anybody that live really in the hood, you know, shooters, you know, dudes that's running from cops, so on and so forth. He's like, I'm not judging them, you know, but keep it all the way hip hop and, you know, deal with the personal shit separately. That's what Chris is saying. <laughs> you know, it's it's so much in there, man. It's yeah. so much in there because on one hand, I'm torn because I'm like, Chris, you know better. Man, Blastmaster. You man. know, you, you, you are a certified genius. Yes. Chris is such an intellect. He is the original hip hop intellectual yes. Yes. and maybe one of the only true intellectuals in this art form, man. Uh, who's, who's Except David Banner. That guy. <laughs> I read some of his, his posts today on Twitter. I was just, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Man. Yeah. Yeah. But like the thing about Chris is like, obviously, you know, we, we, I get that you're trying to say, this is my man. Right. This is my friend. I'm not trying to jump on a bandwagon. So, you know, hip hop. And I, and I get that he's trying to say, okay, what does this have to do with hip hop? 
-hmm. You know, we should keep it separate. That's his thing over there. The issue is that when you as KRS-One say, then you say, well, if you are siding against him, then you can't, you're not hip hop. Right. If you got a problem with what they're saying about him. Then then you're not hip hop. It's like, wait a minute. First you're saying, if this keep that separate from hip hop. Mm-hmm. Now you're saying, well, if you got a problem with him, then you're not hip hop. All right. It's like, well, am I hip hop or am I not hip hop? Yeah, hypocritical a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's very kind of hypocritical, man. I mean, look, the thing to me is like, basically, people got to learn to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, really. I can't think of how pl- much plainer to say it. Yeah. People got to learn to shut the fuck up. There's nothing wrong with shutting the fuck up and letting things play out. Right. You don't always have to have an opinion. You don't always have to weigh in and be a pundit mm-hmm. and debate. Everything ain't a debate. Some things you don't know how they're going to play out until they fucking play out. Right. And you don't have to say shit, especially if you're close to them. Right. Now, I get that everyone wants to know what KRS-One think because KRS-One is KRS-One. Right. And his position in hip hop is that of a leader. Right. Which is why what he's saying is so fucked up. Right. Because as a leader, you got to know when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. You got to be able to judge what side of history are you going to be on? Do you want to roll on a side that may tarnish your legacy with his and you've done nothing wrong? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to gamble on the side of honor and value and either just say, hey, if justice, if he did it, I hope justice is served. If he didn't, I hope his name is cleared. But I can't weigh in on this. Right. Boom. That's it. That's Keep it moving. It. Yeah. And it's if like, somebody asks you again, then you repeat you say, the same yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm freestyling this shit and I know what the fuck to say. Right. Yo, this is unfortunate. I'm, I'm not happy to hear this. If these accusations are true, I hope that justice is served. Mm-hmm. If these accusations are not true, I hope that his name is cleared mm-hmm. and we can move forward. Because yeah. when you don't say stuff like that, you get, you know, taglines that says <laughs> if you don't, if right. you got a problem with what he did, uh, he, then you should quit hip hop. That's not that's and that's something that can stick to you. Yeah. Especially being that this is such a sensitive subject. Yeah. Cause yeah. you saying that you don't agree what he did, you should quit hip hop, then it's like, why should I if this is true, yeah, then why should I agree with that? Yeah. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you didn't say, you know, keep this man's personal life, let it be his personal life and if you if you in the hip hop, it shouldn't tarnish what you think of Africa right, right. Bambada as an artist. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like explain yourself. Don't don't yes. make blanket statements no, and no. then have to backtrack and all that. But he's doubling down. Yeah. He's not shutting yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> but you know, Chris has always been about that. Um, he's always been about the with us or against us kind of mentality. Yeah, but you gotta choose the right. Yeah, <laughs> like this ain't one of those yeah. times. Hip hop. The, the hip hop lines are not that. Uh, they're very gray. Mm-hmm. It's not just hip hop here, not hip hop there. Right. We're not talking about corporate America versus underground rap culture. We're actually talking about morals, values, mm-hmm. uh, people being hurt. Yes, and this is this is actually actually it's bigger than hip hop. Yeah, the law. I th- yeah, I think that's the tragedy of KRS's position is that he's trying to define it in hip-hop terms well to krs everything is hip-hop yeah and that's one of the that's one of the sad things that one of the things when whenever i do see krs talk sometimes i'm like 
No, I, I can't. I can't take it there, Chris, because it's not about hip hop in this situation. Yeah. And to him, everything is hip hop. Hip hop is life. Hip hop yeah. is this. Hip hop is that. And it's not necessarily related to this at all. This has nothing to do with hip hop. Nothing. Like when I view it, I view it as sexual allegations have been made against a man who was one of hip hop's pioneers. Right. That's what he, it is. He views it as sexual allegations have been made to against tarnish hip hop. Yep. And tear down one of its pioneers Mm -hmm. and thus hurt hip hop. I view it a little differently. I'm saying this is different. This is a man at the end of the day. Yes, Bambada was there at the beginning. He made contributions. And you're right. We can never write him out the books Mm -hmm. ever. However, as a man, he is going to have to be held accountable in some way, shape or form. Maybe it never goes to trial. Mm -hmm. Maybe it does go to trial. I don't even fucking know. All I know is that he's going to have to address and and reconcile this with those who are who have been wronged and Mm -hmm. who are accusing him of these things, period. There's no getting around that. And that ain't got a goddamn thing to do with hip hop. Right. That's just man shit. Right. Period. As a fucking man, you got to get your shit tight. Mm -hmm. You got to be square with people. And that ain't a hip hop trait. That trait been around since our ancestors, ancestors, ancestors was here. Right. That's just how you handle business as a motherfucking man on planet Earth. Right. Get right with your people. Mm-hmm. Stay right with everybody. Honor, code. You know, it's fuck hip hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I get that Bambada is a pillar, and we think that damaging him will damage the the foundation of this shit. I actually don't think it will. I actually think that those who are into hip hop choosing to stand together and make an elder in the community uh, respond to or be held accountable I actually think that's a great evolution in hip hop. That's what we're supposed to do though. Yeah. We're not supposed to shield people that do things that are wrong. Behind they, the cloak of hip hop. Right. The, and, I mean but it's never even been that way in tribes in Africa no. when you know even if the chief was no. wrong. The community the dealt community with The community dealt with there it. There weren't even you know they talk about Africa. They said there weren't even jails in Africa. They right. didn't have a word for jail or prison in Africa. Yeah because they, you know? de- they dealt with everything in house right. as a community as a right. family. Yes. And you did get punished if you yeah. needed to be punished no matter what your position was. Yeah. If you did something wrong you got punished. And this and hip hop should be no different. None. I mean, it's the same way with these freaking with cops. Yeah. They should be held accountable yeah. for things that they do. You know, just like citizens are. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's no different. It's yeah. no different. And we're trying to treat him like he's untouched. Well, KRS is. Yeah. Trying to treat him like he shouldn't be held accountable for his actions. It, well, it has nothing to do with hip hop. If you're saying that this is his personal shit, yeah. then you should shut the fuck up right. and let it be his right. personal because shit. Because KRS is making it hip hop. Right. He's turning it into a hip hop thing. No, it's not. He should just say, well, that's his personal things. You know, he's still he's still bambada to me on record. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if he did do this, like you said, then he needs to pay for it. Yeah. If he didn't, then I hope that he's clear. Yeah. That's it. That's Point it. blank period. Yeah. Yeah. I think in KRS-One's attempt to protect African Bambada by aligning it with hip hop, he's inadvertently kind of dragging hip hop into somewhere it doesn't need to go. Correct. He's, he, his attempt to protect Bambada is actually hurting hip hop more then it is helping hip hop. Right. Like we're saying, it's not, he's saying, well, if you, if you're on that side or if you are, are getting involved with this, then you're not hip hop. It's like, well, you're the only one making it about hip hop. 
Right. Nobody you know else is, yeah. is saying anything about and, hip hop. And, and in doing so, you allow hip the image of hip hop to be tarnished because now you're saying that you're you're setting it up to where hip hop as a culture uh, will now take on the qualities of this highest man. Mm-hmm. You're saying that okay, he's hip hop and I'm hip hop. So if you go against these things, then you're against the culture. But it's like, wait a minute, the culture doesn't celebrate those things, right? So culture it, has nothing to do with those yeah, things. But if you make this association and then does, you know, being a pedophile now, is that considered hip hop? Right. You're dragging hip hop into some water. It doesn't need to go. Yeah. It's not trying to go there. No, not at hip-hop all. Hip hop is good. It don't need, it don't need yeah. that energy. Yeah. It will be here forever and ever and ever and ever. It will be here. <laughs> Chris, you know <laughs> yeah. that fucking shit. You know it. So, so I, I disagree with him on that shit. I, I do the I disagree with him on pretty much everything he said. The only thing I do agree with him on is that we are in an age of public character assassination. Yes. And we have to be very careful about people's images uh, and their their reputations being tarnished in the public. Yes. And and if if we're going to participate in his public character assassinations, I think it's our responsibility to equally participate in the exoneration if these things turn out to not be true. Right. It's no different than, you know, a couple weeks ago with that Dallas shooting. Mm-hmm. You see, they posted that first shooter like this is the man we're looking for. Right. It was a guy who turned his gun over at the beginning. Right. He didn't even have a gun. He was good with cops. Right. He had no idea until he, he was like, hey, man, this is you. We're looking for you. He's like, hey, well, wait a minute. I'm out here with you getting shot at. Right. It's OK to make the mistake. But they did not take his name down nor do anything to exonerate him from that. Right. Even after they found the person who did it. Right. Now, that's the problem I have about the public trials, Mm -hmm. the public character assassination. If you're man enough or woman enough to assassinate someone's character in public without a trial, a court, the justice system, then you have to be man or woman enough to exonerate them in public just the same. Mm -hmm. I feel you. That's just my two cents. I completely agree. You know, I completely agree. So we don't, we don't, we wasn't there. We don't know what the fuck's going on with Bambada. Is the testimony is what people are saying damaging? Hell yeah, yeah. It looks, but it's damaging to him. The thing is, like when when we first heard about this story, now it did say Africa Bambada, hip hop pioneer, but that was the last time hip hop was mentioned throughout the article. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Unless it talks about if he picked the boys up at shows or whatever, you know, if they were talking about their experiences. But it wasn't like, you know, it was a hip hop cultural thing. Yeah, it wasn't an indictment. That this was happening. Yes, it was an indictment to him. Yes. KRS is turning it into something else that it doesn't need to be. And that's the biggest problem. And that's why he needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah, he needs to shut the fuck up. (laughs) Quickly, quickly. Like, it pains me to see him interjecting himself and potentially ruining his own legacy over something like this that he actually is not even involved in yeah. other than knowing the guy being cool with the guy like no one said yo i seen krs with him uh and yeah. a little boy right or i seen krs you know co-sign his behavior right i don't think krs has any risk of being drugged down with bambata Nah, if he would have just shut up shut the fuck up yeah sometimes you gotta value that people don't value just shutting the fuck up man mm-hmm. It's okay. It doesn't make you weak. Like, become a good listener. Mm-hmm. Think about what's going on. And you don't always have to talk about shit. Be like, man, you know, that's fucked up. Right. And keep it stepping. Yes. Man, yeah, I heard that. <sighs> man, 
hope that that situation gets fixed. Yeah, that's wild. Holler at y'all later. <laughs> right. Keep it stepping. Right. This not. This is not even about. This is just a a bigger lesson that sometimes we talk too much and our ability to talk too much undermines what we actually want to achieve anyway by talking. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you want Bambada to uh, his image to be, you know, assassinated less. The the more you jump out there with that shit, Chris, the more people are going to attack. Mm-hmm. And then now they're going to attack you, and they're going to think, well, something is fishy because you're just right jumping into this shit for no fucking for no reason. reason, and you're kind of defending him, yeah, in a weird way. In a weird way, it's like, yo, man, you know, I I I, I get what you're saying. Yes, he deserves due process. Yes, people deserve due process. And that's all you just should leave say. it at that. <laughs> yeah, he deserves due process. If he did it, I hope he, uh, you know, I hope, I hope justice is served. If he didn't do it, I hope his name is clear. Peace. That's it. That's all you gotta fucking say. All this extra shit. Oh, if y'all ain't rocking with him, y'all ain't hip hop. No, motherfucker. This ain't hip hop. Right. Ain't nothing about this situation. Yeah, this is not hip hop. Except him. This is a playbook out of the motherfucking Catholic church. Right. More so than. Keep it real. Yes. That's what this is. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. This is just one. The only difference is they got a thousand motherfucking priests mm-hmm. and we got one or two guys who are considered hip hop royalty right who have and one who has just now been accused of the same things that they've been doing for fucking years mm-hmm. and i'm not saying it's right it's fucked up yeah but this is on that level and that's not hip hop that's human it. shit yeah human rights that's just respect and honor and integrity it ain't got nothing to do with break dancing or graffiti writing or making beats or freestyle no chris this is human shit. Yes. That's all I got. Yeah, that's it. Next week. Right. Next week. Super <laughs> duty. Peace, y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. that nobody know about. I mean, super duty, tough work. <laughs>